Good evening and welcome. Each season, the faithful and the hopeful, hopeful are called to settle into exquisite darkness, to hibernate, rest, and restore. A cycle was given to us at the time of creation. Storytellers and prophets assure us that the darkness will not overcome. They call us to watch for the light, to anticipate its return. And we are called to wait, to hope, to trust in promises made. Winter solstice is a cosmic event that has been celebrated likely as long as humans have had need or want to celebrate. Today marks the sun's lowest and shortest path across the sky. We gather to recognize it for many reasons. Some of us are here because we don't want to be alone on such a long and dark night. Others are here to mark the dance of planets and stars, others to be inspired by humankind's creativity and the countless ways winter solstice is celebrated. From the Norse tales of the wild hunt to the ancient Greek narratives of the rebirth of the sun god, what these myths speak to is humankind's unending need to understand and find meaning in the cycles of nature. Ancient solstice celebrations tell of cosmic battles, journeys into the underworld and the triumph of light over darkness. These myths, they transcend cultural boundaries, reminding us that regardless of our individual backgrounds, we share a common thread, a thread that searches for meaning, for second chances of the balance between good and evil, hoping that it tips in good's direction. For American Indians, winter solstice started a season of storytelling and ceremony, a time of gathering with friends and family, a time to revel in the warmth of community to endure the long and cold winter. Here in this church, our spiritual ancestors, the Universalists, they gathered often throughout the month of December to anticipate hope and joy and the coming of a savior who it's told will bring light to the world. Regardless of why you're here, this gathering is a testament to the power of community. And it is within this sacred space that we weave the threads of our stories together. Whether you find solace in the ancient myths that have shaped human understanding or draw inspiration from the cosmic dance that governs the seasons, know that you, your worries, your hopes, your sadness, your joy, you're welcome. As we begin this winter solstice service, let, our, let us open our hearts to the wisdom of human experience, the hope that drew us out of our homes, and the promise of brighter days. May this time of reflection spark a flame of resilience within us and guide us towards the dawning light of a brighter future. I invite everyone to join me now in our chalice lighting. The words are printed in your bulletin. We light this chalice.
Now please rise in spirit or body for our opening hymn, number 55, Dark of Winter. Please be seated. Some of you may remember that a year ago on this night, I stood on this spot and announced my transition to self-proclaimed solstice service worship leader emeritus. Tonight, we find out that means assuming an occasional guest spot in this special sacred service. It's been our practice at First Uyuwasa during our winter solstice observances to lean heavily on what, for now, is still one of our primary UU sources, spiritual teachings of earth-centered traditions, 
which celebrate the sacred circle of life and instruct us to live in harmony with the rhythms of nature. For our meditation tonight, I decided to use words honoring the sacred directions and elements that comprise them, as expressed by Joan Goodwin. Words we have read in unison during winter solstice services past. Before I begin, I ask that you settle in. Place both feet gently on the floor above Mother Earth. Take a breath. Clear your mind and open your heart. Our meditation begins. Spirit of the East, Spirit of the Air, of morning and springtime, be with us as the sun rises in times of beginning, times of new light. Inspire us with the fresh breath of courage as we go forth to new adventures. Spirit of the South, spirit of fire of noontime and summer, be with us through the heat of the day and help us to understand our desires. Warm us with strength and energy for the work that awaits us. Spirit of the West, spirit of water, of evening and autumn, be with us as the sun sets and helps us to reflect on our past. Flow through us with cooling, healing quietness and bring us peace. Spirit of the North, Spirit of Earth, holding the seed of life through the long winter, be with us in the darkness. At this time of change, ground us in the wisdom of the seasons as we celebrate the spiral journey of our lives. Peace be with you. Let us rise now for hymn number 1063, Winter Solstice Chant. Oh. 
I invite you to enjoy with me the story, The Longest Night. The author is Marion Dane Bauer. Illustrations by Ted Lewin and published by Holiday House. longest night. The snow lies deep. The night is long and long. The stars are ice. The moon is frost. And all the world is still. A moon shadow lies by every tree. Thin, thin as a hungry wolf. Bears sleep as do the velvet mice. Sha sighs the wind, the bitter wind. Cold and dark now rule, cold and dark now rule. Gone, cause the crow, the night dark crow. So long the sun's been gone. I saw it. I saw it slip. I saw it sneak. I saw it creep behind a cloud and go to sleep. But I'm the one. I know how to bring back the sun. I'll fly with my strong wings to reach the clouds. I'll poke with my strong beak to poke the sun awake. Not you, sighs the wind. Not you. Gone, cries the moose, the mighty moose. I know the sun is gone. I saw it slip, I saw it slide, I saw it plunge from the sky and disappear behind a hill. But I'm the one. I know how to bring back the sun. I have legs long enough to reach that hill, to climb that hill. I have antlers strong enough to scoop up the sun and bring it home. Not you, sighs the wind, not you. Gone, barks the fox. Too long the sun has been gone, says the fox, the clever fox. Someone must seek, someone must search, someone must find the hole that the sun climbed into. I'm the one. I know how to bring back the sun. I have a nose keen enough to sniff out the sun's hiding place. 
pause quick enough to dig it up and teeth sharp enough to grab it and toss it back into the sky. Not you, sighs the wind, not you. Shashi, shashu. The night is long and long, says a chickadee. The sun is gone and gone. If not crow or moose or fox, then who? Who can bring back the sun? You, says the wind, only you. Me, cries chickadee. Her, cries crow and moose and fox. Shashu, says the wind, and chickadee hears only you. The little bird knows she cannot fly to the sun. She does not have a beak strong enough to poke it awake. She cannot climb nor scoop. She cannot sniff nor dig nor toss the sun into the sky. So she does instead what chickadees do best. She sings a song. Dee, dee, dee. And D and D and D and D and D again. What noise is that? asks the crow. And D and D and D. The sun will never listen to such nonsense, bellows moose. And what does it mean? says Fox. Just D, only that. And D and D, shashi. A star melts, and then another. Slowly, the earth holds their breath. The moon, the frosty moon, pauses, snagged in the branches of a tree. And the world holds its breath, waiting and waiting. D, D, D. And D, and D, and D. The sun opens his eyes. He tilts his head and listens. He stretches. He listens again. Who is it that sings in the cold and dark? Who indeed whispers the wind? Shashu, shashi. Dee, 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 sings chickadee. And dee, and dee, and dee. And the sun smiles. Fingers of light peel back the blanket of darkness. Fingers of light grasp the edges of the world. And slowly, ever so slowly, the sun lifts itself into the sky. 
Thank you, sun, sings Chickadee. Thank you, sun, echoes the world. And so it is that with the song of one small bird and the sun's answering smile, the journey to spring begins. How many of you hope you wake up tomorrow and the world is exactly the same tomorrow as it was today? The same potential presidential candidates? <laughs> Rousing applause from the audience. Your bad attitude? I mean, none of you have bad attitudes. You're Unitarians. You're all really wonderful. But how many of you hope you wake up with the same hang-ups tomorrow as you did today? I'll only speak for myself. I certainly hope I don't. That's why I asked you to grab a piece of paper on your way in. Because what I'm going to invite you to do is meditate on, think about something you want to rest. Maybe you can't fully let it go. Maybe you can only let it rest. Or maybe it is something you can entirely let go. And so I have some meditative words that lead us into this imagination exercise. So as we enter and are in this season of darkness, a time of hibernation for plants and trees and animals, I ask all of you, what needs to settle and rest within you? So I want you to write down on the piece of wish paper if you've grabbed one, or there might be some back on that table if you still need to grab one. I want you to think for a moment and then write down something in your heart or something in your life, or something in your relationship that needs to rest? What needs to hibernate? What needs to be surrounded by darkness in order to be released? What needs to quietly ride out the winter so that maybe in the spring with more light around it, with more light around you, it might come back to you in a new way, or not at all? I'm going to give you all a couple of minutes to meditate on that in silence now. I'm going to ring the bell. You'll have a few minutes. I'll ring the bell again, and we'll hear music. Got it?
I invite all of you, if you'd like, to join me in the bolded portions of this prayer of hope. If not, you're welcome to just relax and let everyone else pray for you. For the rising of the midwinter moon, may darkness and light dance together. In this season, make us short on grumpy thoughts, long on sharing words of gentleness. Make us short on feeling hurried, long on attentiveness. Make us short on overlooking what's right before us, long on peering into the horizon. Make us short on failing to notice the dark sky, long on gazing at the twinkling stars. Make us short on tradition as habit, long on reowning and recreating. Make us short on ignoring the hungry, long on making a delicious meal. Make us short on rushing, long on wondering and pondering. Make us short on walking past those sleeping in the cold, long on sharing blankets and hot tea. Make us short on longing of what's next, and long on savoring the darkness. Please rise and spirit our body for our closing hymn, Prayer of Peace.
Before I offer some closing words, I want to invite everyone to stay afterwards. There's, uh, I think, 145,000 calories of carbohydrates outside in the atrium. You're all entitled to take a couple thousand home right in your belly. It is the season of carbohydrates. So please stay, have something to drink, have cookies, lots of homemade things are out there. Now, if you would, if you're willing to receive these benediction words, these closing words, I invite you to rise, take the hand of someone nearby if you'd like. <clears throat> May the truth that sets us free and the hope that never dies and the love that casts out fear lead us forward together until the day spring breaks and all shadows flee away. Please have a seat. See you in a moment. <laughs>